0: is the Havilah Cuttington Podcast, and this is Havilah Cuttington. Hello, I'm so glad you're jumping on this podcast. I have some really exciting things for you, and one of those is a gift. It's something that we created to serve you, so please hang out. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, but mostly I'm my kid's mom, and I live a pretty normal life, but I try to serve Christ with my whole heart and live a life that inspires others to serve Him as well. I just got back last weekend from Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska, and I had the most amazing time. 500 women flew in, came in from all over Alaska, and they were passionate and ready to learn. And we took them through my entire series, the I Do Hard Things Bible Study. And we had an incredible time. Um, they, they were my kind of girls, you know, straightforward, nothing fancy. You know they're hardcore. They live in Alaska. Um, and they just didn't skip a beat. They were with me the whole time. The last night was one of my... Favorite moments. They gave me a native gift and that was they had prepared these boots that everybody has or at least knows about in Alaska. They look like rain boots but they're heavy-duty and high quality and all of the women when I asked them who had a pair or who knew you know what these boots were about they all cheered lifted their hands of course at least half the room owned a pair. And so I was so excited, I took off my heeled shoes and I threw on these boots and I preached the entire night in these rain boots and they were awesome. And I felt, I don't know, it kind of, I think I got, I was overcome with the excitement of the room. (laughs) And so the pictures are horrible. The outfit I was wearing should never be worn with rain boots, (laughs) I just wanna say that now. But honestly, I had so much fun, I really don't care. And then we got home and we launched our prophetic personality course, which I'm going to tell you a little bit more about. And then tomorrow I hop on a plane and I head to Birmingham, Alabama. Now I'd like to say it's not really Birmingham. It's, it's really almost an hour away from that main place. And I'm going to a, a place called The Ramp. Now some of you are know exactly what I'm talking about. You're smiling as I say it because you know how amazing this place is. But I did not know about this place. And last year we flew in to do a moral revolution conference. And when we got there, I'm like, where are we? There is nothing here. One stop sign, it's out in the middle of nowhere. And this parking lot is packed. We get in the room, the room is packed full of people. And the first worship song comes on and I look at my team and I, I literally, I cannot even respond. I'm so shocked at the gift and the presence that's in this room. I I just thought, how have I missed this? And there is a really powerful woman named Karen Wheaton who lives there. She's the pastor of the church. And God really um, intercepted her life. And she believed um, that she was called to start a church in this little place. And God met her has showed up for her and that woman is not messing around. The Ramp is a force to be reckoned with and I cannot wait to go back and I'm telling you I'm already trying to figure out a way to get my kids to ramp the ramp for camp and I just I just really can't even can't even stop myself. It's that kind of place. They baptize hundreds and hundreds of youth um, in their river every summer who give their life to Christ. If you have a teenager, you need to send them to the ramp. It's incredible. Or you're a college age student or a woman. There's just all kinds of things that they, that they have out there. So look it up the ramp. It's in Alabama and I'll be out there very, very short. I mean, really, I think I'm there for 24 hours and I come home to have spring break and Easter. I have some family coming in for that and um, I'll be home for a little while, which I'm excited. I always like to get home because that means bare feet, it means walking my dog, it means reading my favorite book, and just honestly being with you guys a lot more because I'm around. So I love you guys. I wanna share something with you that we've been preparing for for months. And I don't mean me, I mean like a whole team of people have been preparing Uh, what I'm excited to give you and gift you, as well as some more training to equip you. So take a listen, and we'll catch up at the end. I want to share something that's really important to me. In fact, it might even, I might even go so far as to say it's a life message. It's something that from the very beginning of ministry, I've been teaching people. And that is how to hear God's voice for themselves, and for others. And I started this at a very early age. At 17, I was being brought into communities to hear God's voice and to, well, lead people in what He was saying. Um, It seemed crazy at the time, almost um, so simple that it seemed like, why doesn't everybody do this? I don't understand. How can you not hear God's voice for your life? How could you not want to hear God's voice for your life? And when I would talk to individuals, it didn't matter how long they had been following Christ. It didn't matter who, what kind of teaching they had sat under or even what kind of family they had grown up in. I think what shocked me was the fact that most people, most men and women that followed Christ wholeheartedly did not hear God's voice on a regular basis. It felt, I felt sad. I felt like Confused. So you're saying you are supposed to be in a relationship with God and walking with Him and living with him and following him. And yet you don't know if you're hearing his voice. You don't know if that's him or if that's somebody else or you know, if it's the pizza talking. And that is that scared me. I, I got concerned for our our communities, and I thought there has got to be a way that we start to decode. This secret handshake of the church that seemingly makes hearing God's voice a super spiritual, a unique individual that somehow hears God for other people, but not empowering our friends, our family, our communities on how to hear God on a regular basis. There's got to be a way to do this. Um, and I don't know. Part of it was this stigma of, well, if you hear God's voice for yourself or for others, then it makes you more... Well, more important or more valuable or, um, less, I guess, more spiritual. And there was a part of it that I had to realize, um, either I keep it to myself and I stay elite and I stay spiritual or super spiritual, or I decode it. I give everybody an understanding of this is how it works for my life and, I went on this journey to figure out how to teach people how to hear God's voice because I knew how and I was confident that I could teach someone if they spent a couple, well, some time with me, a season with me. But I wasn't sure I could teach somebody how to hear God's voice in a couple hours. I wasn't confident that if you were going to ask me how I heard God's voice, I could give it to you clearly. So I, I spent some time figuring this out. How do you hear God's voice? And shouldn't we all hear God's voice on a regular basis? And I don't mean audibly, but I mean a deep sense, a deep leading that we are hearing him and that we have confirmation that it is him. You know, I think it's interesting. Maybe maybe we wouldn't be so, well, we wouldn't be so quick to ask others if we knew we could hear God. And maybe we wouldn't run to this conference or read this book or hear. You know, go, go to this prayer line If we knew we could hear God, that He wasn't hiding from us, that this wasn't some secret handshake or some special ointment, but that we were, well, it wasn't just that we could hear His voice, is that we were hearing His voice, it just needed to be uncovered for us. It was like the radio station just needed to be turned up so that we knew, oh, that is His voice. You know, the hardest part, I think, with anyone is we hear God's voice from a young age, but we're not sure if it's God ourself, or the devil. We're not sure if it's the enemy that's injecting bad thoughts, or we don't know if, you know, somebody else is saying something and we're putting a lot of weight in what they think of us or how they would lead their life. And so often it can be very confusing. Is it God, myself, or the devil? And we need to be clear. How does that work in our lives? I think it's really simple. And the clearer we work on it, the clearer we know, wow, the better we are at living at a place of peace, a place of progression, and a place of prosperity. And so having heard God's voice for my own life and for others, well, I've made it a life mission to teach others how to hear His voice. It shouldn't be confusing. It shouldn't be something that we wonder about. In fact, biblically, the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice. And you know what? If you're following Christ, then you're His sheep. You're you're following Him, and the shepherd's voice shouldn't be far away. It shouldn't be confusing. It shouldn't have to go through another sheep to get to you. It should. It should be clear, and you should know. Oh, this is the way. This is what he's leading me to do. So, let me say a few things about hearing God's voice, and we're going to spend some time on this topic for the next couple of weeks. This is. Going to, I'm going to give you some thoughts, but I'm also. I, I don't want you to give up here. I don't want you to say, "Well, I don't. I don't get it." Or I've never been good at this or you know it doesn't doesn't apply to me. I don't want you to give up. I want you to stay with me for 2 weeks as I teach you a little bit more about hearing God's voice. I I really believe that at the end of this, you're not going to be confused anymore. You're going to be really really clear. And let me say this, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you a really clear way to hear God's voice. In fact, you're going to you're going to go, "I cannot believe Havilah that you've made it this clear." I'm going to show you how to do that, but I want to get through a few thoughts first. And the first thought is, is that we were all created to hear God, but we all hear him differently. I know that sounds different, right? But, you know, I have four boys and my four boys are all made by the same mom and the same dad and they're raised in the same home, but they all have unique ways of doing life. They have unique ways of hearing how we communicate with them. One of them, wow, if I wanna communicate love, one of them, I just have to praise them. Oh, you're amazing, you did so good, mommy's so proud of you, wow, you did it. Affirmation is huge. With another one of them, well, you know what? Affirmation's great, but if I was to go over there and pick them up and hug them, wow, they're hearing love from me by simply my actions. Uh, Another one of them, well, if I think of them, maybe I put a note in their lunch or I give them a gift or I, I take them out and buy them something, man, that is love for them. So it doesn't mean that something is wrong with them because they don't receive love like somebody else. It's that they hear it differently. They receive it differently. And that's what it is with God's voice. Your, the way you will hear God's voice for your life will probably be completely different than those closest to you. going to be attracted to hearing god's voice in a totally different way because well you're made differently you hear differently and god knows that he's not afraid of that some of you are very visual you see god in things and places in fact some of you it's a good after a good run you talk to god you hear god you feel him close to you that's supernatural that's part of how god made you others well, you're a prayer warrior. You love to pray and intercede and get on your knees and, and talk to God that way. And that's how God communicates with you. We all have a different way. And let me say, the more we know how we hear God's voice, um, the more we'll learn about ourselves. And this, it all it all works together. So God speaks to us and it's through our filter. It's how we're wired. And that's okay. In fact, I want you to embrace that. I want you to realize that God isn't hiding himself from you. He just probably is in plain sight and you just didn't know it because you assumed that it would come through a, well, a spiritual filter. Uh, another thing I want us to think about is that we need to learn the filter in which we hear him so we can relax. We can be at peace. In fact, the moment I learned how to hear God's voice and I realized that it was different than the person next to me, I relaxed in it. In fact. I could go into a service and somebody would go to minister or say something or, or lead worship or preach or somebody would pray and I would know what God was saying to me at that very moment. I could drive down the street and even though I'm in the mundane carpool lane, I knew this is what God was saying to me because, well, I knew my filter. I know I knew what he the way that he spoke to me and the way that I would well I would hear him. I learned my filter. Another way is that I needed to give myself permission that it may not seem, well, spiritual. You know, I'm not, I don't wanna pick on anybody or I'm not trying to critique, but there is portions of the body of Christ that make hearing God's voice about a personality, about, well, an education or a position. And I can't find that in the Bible. There are those that are called to the office of a prophet, but in general, we're all called to be prophetic. The Bible says that the prophetic gift is meant to edify each other, which means it's meant to lift each other up and encourage each other. So why would God not give us an ability to hear His voice if He wants the body, our our communities, to be encouraged and uplifted? So we need to have permission to hear Him differently. And then also, we need to practice hearing His voice. You know, it's like a muscle. You, you can't just... Use a muscle every six months and expect to see evidence of it on your life, on your body. Well, it's the same way with hearing God's voice. We have to practice hearing God's voice in such a way that we build confidence and also that we see the evidence of hearing His voice in our lives. Do you have evidence of hearing God's voice in your life? Is there evidence? Do Do you have a history with God? Do you know this is how God speaks to me and this is my distinct prophetic personality. And am I so clear that I practice it and I've gotten so strong in it that I can teach others about the way I hear God's voice and I can help others hear his voice as well. Well, that's all the stuff I want to give you. I want to teach you. I want to give you permission to hear God differently. Some of you right now, you've hit challenges in your life. You feel directionless or maybe you wonder if your relationship's going to get better with those that you're with or Maybe you wonder, you know, if there's, maybe you have this fear that your life isn't going to work out the way you hope it will. And well, nothing seems to add up. You're doing everything you know how to do, but it just doesn't seem to add up. And you live with an anxiety or a fear, a concern that you're going to miss God's will for your life. You know what? I felt that way. There were times when I would run to the altar and cry and weep and say, God, I just, I don't want to miss your will. I don't want to miss your voice. And I remember feeling so frustrated, they would, they would call us forward, hey, come up if you want to hear God's voice in a greater way, we want to pray over you. And I remember with my hands out in front of me and my eyes you know, closed as tight as they could and I would, I would just expect that the, the radio would like tune and I would hear his voice and it would be this audible voice and I would leave, most times I would leave and just be discouraged and think, there's something wrong with me, everybody else can hear a God's voice but me. And I just want to say that that is one of the greatest traps of the enemy that says we can't hear God's voice. I mean, think about it. If the enemy knows that God is available to us and His voice is available to us, then wouldn't He try to stop us from feeling confidence and even hearing His voice? So I want to teach you more about that. I want to teach you that um, just because you have to work at something doesn't mean you weren't made for it. One of the things I said in another Bible study And somebody quoted it and I thought, oh, I like that. I I wish I had known I had said it. (laughs) Sometimes I get that. I'll get a tweet and I'll think, that's brilliant. I'm so glad I said that, but I have no recollection of ever saying it. Uh, But the simple thing is that we may not have been trained for it, but we were made for it. And that's what I'm saying over this, that you may not have been trained to hear God's voice, but you know what? You are made to hear his voice. And wherever you are... You have, you can, nothing has to change in your everyday life for you to hear his voice and for you to have, well, a peace encounter, an encounter with God. And he's going to show you that. So I want to encourage you in the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about hearing God's voice. And one of the ways that, well, the ways that I want to help you, it's something we put together. It's completely free. It's really, well it's a gift. It's a gift that I want to give you because I don't want you to, I don't want you to be confused anymore. I, I I, want everyone, everyone who's hearing this podcast to hear God's voice, to know, you know, it's one thing to say, I don't want to hear God's voice and I'm not interested, but it's another thing to say I'm interested, but I don't know how. And those are the second, I guess the second group of people is who I really want to get to. And that is, I. it might be a totally new thought for you. I've never even thought about hearing God's voice, but if there's that little part of you inside that says, I would really like to hear his voice. And if you're telling me that it's possible, I might actually believe you a little. Well, that's what I want to teach you. So here's how I'm going to help my team put together a gift for you. And that gift is, it's a quiz. It's a test. It's, it's really a way to filter out the way that you hear God's voice. So we've set up this test for you. And all you have to do is spend a few minutes answering the questions as honestly as you can. You don't have to worry, even if you think, well, I don't know if I said it right or what about this? Don't worry. The test is made perfectly for you to help define how you hear God's voice. This will be linked in the notes of the show, but you can also go to havelockhuntington.com to, to get that test. And we're going to teach you, well, I guess we're just going to show you what are your what's your main we like to call it prophetic personality. Now that's not a biblical term. It's just kind of um, a term that helps define what I'm trying to say, and that is how you hear God's voice for you, for you. And this is something that you've always heard God's voice. It's something that you've, you've always, well, I believe even as a, as a young little boy or a little girl, you've heard God's voice. It's been there. I, I would not be surprised that as you learn about this topic, you're gonna trace it all the way back to when you were a little child because God has not been hiding himself from you. And we're gonna reveal, we're gonna like rip that bandaid off and you're gonna see it. You're gonna be like, oh, that's it. And then you're gonna be amazed at how it's linked to every encounter with God that you've had, that this unique way you hear God's voice has been in front of you all along. So this gift is for you. It doesn't cost you anything. We want you to take this test And if you take this test, well, then the next podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit more about, well, the definition of this test. I'm going to teach you um, a little bit more to kind of dive deeper into, well, what you found out about yourself. I'm I'm really excited that we're taking this journey. Again, no one should be lost. That's been my passion all along. No one should feel less than. No one should feel confused. The the gospel is simple. This shouldn't be something that we wonder about and spend our whole life worried about. Or we have books, you know, our our bookcases are full of books and we're courses and we're flying here and we're flying there to hear God's voice. No, this should be one of the easiest life-giving experiences of our life on a daily basis to where we don't have to go anywhere. Because remember, Emmanuel, God with us, God is with us. We don't have to run and find him anymore. We don't have to have a Moses who talks on behalf of God for us. We have the Holy Spirit who is residing within us. If we've invited him invited him to live within us, then we don't have to be afraid. He is going to show us what the Father is saying. Spirit to spirit will talk for, to each other to help us understand. So again, jump in, take the test that's attached to this podcast, and don't forget to join us next time as we dive more in to the topic of your prophetic personality. Thank you for joining me. This is Havla Cunnington. Don't forget to find me on all the regular social media outlets like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm there almost every day. And I can't wait to catch you next time. Have a great day.